0: This is cultivating classroom management. I wanna talk about self-development. A leader, a teacher, a social worker, or a nurse, or anyone who's in the helping professions who gives must have substance, and they must be of substance. And I'll get to that in a little bit. Substance is different than content. Content is information, and we need to know this information. We need to be able to purvey this information. Just like I wouldn't want to go to a doctor or a car mechanic or even a salesperson who doesn't know their content, I wouldn't want to have a teacher or a leader who doesn't know their content. And I wouldn't want to have a leader or teacher or paraprofessional who didn't have inner substance either. Inner substance means to me that a person has virtues, values, that they have strengths and they play upon their strengths and that they're also vulnerable. What are virtues? Virtues are high moral standards. Virtues can be imposed on a person, and there are lots of rules and policies in schools that try to impose moral standards on educators because in the past there's been some problems with educators who got into some things they shouldn't, but a person is either virtuous or they're not. And if they're not, it's a good idea to develop those virtues before they start teaching or leading. Because once a person is thrown into a stressful situation, it's easy to lose sight. And I think that we can develop these virtues from a very young age, but it's in how we act and how we behave that's important to develop ourselves in times of stress. And when we have power, we never wanna have power over others, but we do have the power to make decisions. So as a virtuous person, I wanna make decisions that are right for the student, for the group, and for the school community as a whole. And if I have good virtues or values, And my intentions are right and my morals are good then I'm a good educator. What are values? Values are agreements that are decided upon as a whole. This is an abstract concept but for example a school may decide that a value is respecting diversity. Now this is an abstract concept that has to be fleshed out in terms of what that means in terms of actions and how we treat one another. But the values are usually developed by the district and within the school, by the school principal and the school leadership team, and chances are the value system was created before that principal or that district leader was appointed. and the. Principal, the district leader, and the teachers and other stakeholders have to make sure that there's a healthy value system so that the school runs really well and that groups are not at odds with one another. It's important for a leader and a teacher to look at their strengths and to play upon them. We all have unique strengths and no person is the same as another person, we may have commonalities. For example, if two candidates are applying for the same position, there may be two candidates that have the same background, have the same talent, have the same abilities, the same intellectual capacity. But each of us has unique strengths in the way that we relate to people, in the way that we relate to ourselves, in the way that we communicate. And it is up to each individual to not only look at their own strengths and to play upon them as an educator, but to bring out the strengths in others. In our, the people we supervise, if we're a leader, if we're a teacher, our students, our families that we communicate with and with our power professionals or teachers assistants. It's important also to be vulnerable and vulnerable in an appropriate way. Brene Brown talks about that in her book, Daring to Lead. She talks about what is vulnerability, and she really breaks it down about being vulnerable in the sense of being able to learn and grow and take in information and get feedback and to go back to what she calls rumbling when things are tough, working through things together, working through conflict, admitting you're wrong, And there's vulnerability in the sense of emotional vulnerability, feeling open, feeling vulnerable, not being a hard case, in other words. There are times that we can be vulnerable in a not so positive way and we have to look at that when we self-disclose things that maybe we shouldn't because the person is not for us or it's just not appropriate in terms of telling people are deep dark secrets at work or you find that that person is just not a safe person. There's a certain also there's a certain line between leader and teacher, between teachers and their co-workers and between teachers and students. And even though we want to look at everybody as equals in terms of stakeholders and how we uh, govern the school and how we uh, relate to one another, there are specific roles within a school. So, in other words, leaders have to make decisions that sometimes teachers do not. For example, they get to press the button when the final budget is done, and teachers may have input, but they don't press the button, and they don't sign on the dotted line, and they're usually not responsible for it. So that's an example. So we want to be vulnerable in an appropriate way, and sometimes we're just vulnerable as human beings and we have to be able to work with that and and look at that and see where that brings us in our career. Self-development means being able to truly feel joy and to truly feel pain and sorrow. By this I mean sometimes in schools we are so busy responding to emergencies and crises that we don't get a chance to feel joy or to celebrate success. It's on from one thing to another, to another, to another. And we need to take the time to really celebrate those moments and feel joy when students accomplish things, when there's a little success, when there's um, a personal success or personal growth. We also need to be able to truly feel empathy and pain for others who are suffering And that doesn't mean that we feel sympathy for them. Empathy and sympathy are two different things. Empathy means feeling what they feel and sympathy, I mean, empathy means feeling what they feel but feeling sorry for them. And sympathy means feeling what people feel and just feeling it and acknowledging it and perhaps being able to be there for them in a way that you're just listening or you're able to solve the problem, whereas sympathy is just simply feeling sorry for them. And feeling pain for others sometimes means, with students, thinking about specific solutions. We need to have high standards for ourselves in self-development. And this doesn't just mean high standards in terms of work output, but I'm thinking about personal growth and being able to take in information and feedback from others but also holding ourselves to a standard of what are we going to learn and grow from every single year. So if I challenge myself to read some new books, if I challenge myself to go to conferences that are not just the ones that are mandated by the district, that's really essential to my growth, and I try to do that a couple of times a year. I try to ask my colleagues for good ideas or observe a colleague's class. And this is holding myself to a high standard. Holding myself to a high standard means looking at my work objectively, the work I've done over the years, and telling myself where I could be better at it. And I recommend that some of these steps would help in self-development, whether you're a teacher, a leader, a counselor, or a paraprofessional. Thank you very much. This is Cultivating Classroom Management.